Hello, hello. Thank you, listeners, for joining us on this very first episode of The Broom Closet, <clears throat> where we plan to go deep with some of the biggest collectors in the NFT game. It's time to quit paper handing all of your blue chip plays and learn the insights and strategies of the diamond hand holders. And for all of you aspiring artists out there, this is the source to hear what the big buyers are really looking for. <clears throat> and the red flags they're aiming to avoid. I would like to introduce my co-host and legendary NFT OG artist, Sarge from the Phantom Punks. However, Sarge appears to be just a listener right now. Sarge, I sent you a co-host invite. You can accept that and begin talking uh, if you're able to. If not, you'll have to figure out how to do so. Um, anyways, Sarge is the founder of the Phantom Punks, one of the OG legendary projects on uh, the Phantom Network. Um, great guy, a mentor in a lot of ways to me and to the rest of the community, has been a major, major player and community supporter for the Phantom Network. Uh, lucky to have him if he can figure out his technical difficulties. Uh, joining us today also is a, another legend, collector Bob X. Uh, Bob, uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, very, very well. Would you mind uh, giving our listeners just a you know a short uh, you know background of of your NFT history and your journey? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I started pretty recently, actually, um, probably less than a year ago, um, just trying to figure out what the NFT space was. Being I've been kind of trading tokens since 2017, um, and then recently. Just, I've always been F based, and now recently I've seen different things on Phantom where it's like one, you can buy it for the same price of a gas fee, which is obviously huge. Um, so, yeah, now I've kind of moved over to Phantom just to, just to uh, find my feet here, really. It's a great community. Uh, it's definitely a great community, a lot of great artists. Um, and yeah, really, you know, thank you for being here with us. I think that. You know, from a from a value perspective, there's a lot of people that want to you know learn from experienced collectors. You know, both on the uh, on the collector side as well as the artist side. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be fun, and you know, this is really our kind of inaugural event. So you know, everyone, please uh, bear with us as we <laughs> as we work out the kinks. I'm still trying to get uh, get our buddy Sarge in here, uh, having some technical difficulties. Um, I think that, you know, what I'd like to do is just kind of kick this off in, in, in a casual way. First of all, let's do a giveaway. Um, basically, if you want to uh, be in the giveaway, uh, go to my Twitter profile, take my uh, pinned tweet, retweet, tag two friends, and we will announce a winner in, uh, you know, maybe five, five, ten minutes or so. We are going to be doing giveaways uh, throughout the uh, the episode. Um, we are scheduled for about an hour and uh, we've got three giveaways planned. So, you know, go to my Twitter profile, retweet my pinned tweet, add two friends, like it, and you are automatically entered. I'll run a Twitter picker in, in a few minutes. Um, so kind of moving along here, uh, you know, I, I like to kind of start things off with just kind of general news. I mean, we're obviously going to get into some questions, uh, some deeper strategy and that kind of stuff, but um, you know, just some conversation around, you know, the crypto market, NFT news, you know, there's lots of interesting stuff going on in tech right now. 
um, you know, first and, you know, and foremost, it popped up on my uh, uh, radar just you know, yesterday. This means is this, is this a big deal? Is this not a big deal? Uh, yeah. Did you see the article? What do you think? Uh, you have to say that again. Sorry, you cut out for me. I don't know if you cut out for everyone else. The Central African Republic adopts Bitcoin as legal tender in the world. I've... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I think Brazil have, uh, have just voted something in where it will be similar. Uh, yeah. I mean, that. yes. Yeah, I mean, similar to El Salvador, I guess, they're the countries that need it the most as, uh, as such. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think it was good that El Salvador were the first to jump in and do it. Um, and now I guess it's just the case of it's like a domino effect, isn't it? It's just how others are going to kind of join in. And uh, and then naturally, uh, the, the more kind of dominoes that fall as such, it's up to then the big countries to join in too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it seems like the dominoes are falling. And you know, I've been involved in the in the in the crypto space for, gosh, a long time, you know, probably since 2013, 2014. And you know, we've always talked about mass adoption. And you know, now we've got countries that are accepting it as, as, as legal tender. I think it's bullish news. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things develop. Looks like we have OG Sarge has solved his technical difficulties. Are you there, Sarge? <laughs> I am here, yeah. I don't know. Uh, on the desktop, it's different than the mobile, apparently. So, um, yeah, mobile, mobile makes it super easy. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for there. thanks for joining, uh, my co-host uh, OG Sarge oh, of the Phantom Punks. Yep. We we're we're talking world news right now. We just talked about Central Africa Republic adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. Um, I think it's cool. Any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I just you know it's uh, inevitable, right? As the dominoes start falling and. Um, becomes more of a thing that's not going to just disappear like everyone thought, right? Yeah, I mean, I think in this market, I think we're all looking for uh, any sort of hopium. <laughs> so we'll definitely use uh, use the news corner as a as a hopium feed because uh, it's it's been a challenging market for everybody. But uh, you know, countries accepting Bitcoin as legal tender, I, I think a big win. Uh, in NFT news, now this isn't Phantom, but this is you know pretty interesting news. Uh, I, I saw across my feed the Spirit DAO just acquired Azuki number thirty one forty for two hundred and forty five ETH yesterday oh. and Azuki 970 and 3505 for a total of 295 ether. Uh, I mean, that's, that's bullish for NFTs in general, I believe. Any thoughts on that, Bob? Uh, yeah, I would say so too. I think when it, when anything steps out of the retail collector, if you, if you like, and into something more institutional, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a win. So I think yeah, anyone who's part of that, I think you've got, I mean, anyone who's part of that project should, should be fairly happy. Yeah, I just uh, I, I, I I dipped my foot into the garden a couple of days ago for the first <laughs> time, and you know I'm you know it was a huge spend obviously, um, but uh, you know I, I took from a bunch of things that I, I wasn't super faithful in, and uh, I put it into a, a really expensive NFT, probably more than I've ever even spent on a car. <laughs> um, but I like it. The community's strong, and you know I'm 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 Phantom for life, um, but I do pay attention, and you know, have a small bag of. Uh, of ETH, ETH uh, you know, tokens as well, 
but uh, you know, this is definitely a, a, a big investment that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching closely. Um, but, but, a, but a great community over there and, um, and just a huge purchase. I mean, 295 ETH is not a small number for yeah. anybody, anybody or any group. Um, I mean, that's really, no. just doing do, a quick math do you, here, that's almost a million, million bucks. Now, are you, yeah. um, you cross-chaining? So you're, you're dipping your toes in Ethereum, uh, any other chains like AVAX or, I mean, I guess... You know, because I'm primarily phantom based with my NFT purchases. I do have a world of women NFT on Ethereum that I just thought I'd buy one of those for my Great project yeah, for my daughter one day. And all of a sudden it blows up and you get airdrop the, the galaxy world of women. So that's a nice little treat. But other than that, very underexposed in Ethereum. What about you, Bobby? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. I don't have many over there um, at all, to be honest. Um I have the Chad's Club, um, which I've had for a long time, which is kind of just a group of people that we'll talk into. Um, we're all kind of fellow degenerates where we just fly money into everything and anything. <laughs> so I'm kind of part of that. Um, but yeah, apart, apart from that, most of them were kind of... I used to have a fair few, um, but most of them were sold. Like I had a, a mutant ape and that kind of stuff, but they were sold um, when I kind of either invested money into tokens or bought it over to phantom right on yeah i have trouble selling nfts myself um I, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I isn't just, it yeah because you, you just never know and you don't want to be the paper hand that just sells it way too early so <laughs> oh, and especially on phantom i mean i've been buying nfts since the first day they were ever launched on phantom and i've only sold probably 10 <laughs> Uh, it's just yeah. so. It's, yeah, I think I've only sold two. I yeah, think. it's tough. It's really tough. But you know, we're year one of Phantom NFTs, really. So, uh, you know, Phantom Punks launched May first of last year. So we're not even a year old yep. yet. So, you know, if you compare that to, uh, let's say, Ethereum, uh, when when was the first NFT on Ethereum? Was it 2017? I'm not. Or was it? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Well, was that was that Crypto Kitties or something? Uh, or no, it was something else. But Crypto Kitties was one that really kind of blew up and and uh, you know was actually responsible for a ton of Ethereum volume. I remember. And of course, the Crypto Punks uh, were the first yep. first mega mega generative that uh, really piqued everyone's interest and really put the PFP game on the map. Yep. Um, so definitely. Yeah, that's sort of where we came about. You know. Figured Phantom Chain needed some crypto punks as well. So, eighty percent, eighty percent. I mean, if you're talking you know, value now, I think that I, I may, I may have uh, crossed the line. But you know, eighty percent of my uh, NFT collection, you know, from a number standpoint, is is on Phantom. I have a little bit of Matic. I've got the Astro Kids on Matic. Uh, I do have another really cool piece on Ethereum, which is um, Uman. I've got um, oh, yeah. Uh, the the screening piece, which is one of the, kind of the, the specials for for her collection over there, uh, Uman, you know, one of my favorite artists, you know, mostly on Phantom, but definitely has a a, a collection on OpenSea as well. Um, but uh, moving along here, like I, I do have one other kind of tech news that's I think worth discussing because it's it's relevant for all of us and and certainly relevant for the world as we sit here on Twitter Spaces. You know, obviously, unless you're living under a rock, you have heard that Elon Musk is planning to buy Twitter. Uh, bullish for crypto, bullish for Dodge or Doge. Uh, what do you think, Bob? Uh, I think bullish for crypto because, I mean, 
again, you kind of focus in the people you follow or the people who follow you. So whether it's it's kind of um, worldwide, I don't know. But I see a lot of people that that I would follow that I trust that will get kicked off of Twitter for various reasons. And, and I think they'll have a ton of followers. They'll give a, a ton of good alpha. Now all of a sudden they've been kicked off. You wonder why that is. And you hope that Elon kind of brings something where those guys are free to say what they want and do what they want, which naturally will enhance uh, crypto and how it's talked about on, on Twitter, I would like to think. I think as long as free speech, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, of course, but as long as hate, et cetera, is kept to a minimum, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, I mean, I think I'm, I'm all for it because we shouldn't have those centralised um, governments or whatever people think kind of stopping people talk about whatever they want to talk or exposing things, I think is a big thing. I think the, you know, the, the spread of misinformation is dangerous, you know, and only yeah. because, you know, I, I think the vast majority of people are just, just not intelligent enough to realize that they are being fed bullshit. And uh, yep. I think, I think that there'll be some dangers there, but I am also a proponent um, of, of, uh, of free speech. Um, you know, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a quote that, you know, something along the lines of, you know, I'm, you know, I may not agree with what you say, but I will, you know, I'll die, uh, you know, defending your ability, to, ability to say it, you know, something along those lines. I was, yeah. I was, I always liked that quote. So it'll be interesting. You know, I, Elon is a character has not always been a, uh, a proponent of NFTs. In fact, I think he's, uh, he's got a bag on the, the NFT game. Uh, a little bit over, over that's because his ex, over the past ex-wife year. came out with that collection it was probably a year ago right <laughs> that's <laughs> so right he's bitter that's... but you know he'll probably he's... <laughs> he'll probably implement some kind of dogecoin into the twitter world whether through tipping or some other you know that's what i'm thinking yeah i'm fully yeah. expecting something fully, like that fully fully so uh bullish uh, for Patrick. hashtag yeah hashtag hashtag free tinfoil that's right always free foil <laughs> Free foil. Free foil. I don't think he's on here today, but uh, maybe we'll catch him next time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, the deleting and banning of accounts is just over the top sometimes. Also, someone's got to do something about the bots. Uh, the bots and the scammers. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just, it's excessive. It's just like, come on. I, I'm, I imagine it's an incredibly challenging task, but uh, something has to happen because it is just, it's pathetic. Yeah, um, I mean, even, even I'll wake up every day and I'll have, 10 or 12 tweets that I've got to delete where I'm just copied into oh. something um, and I'll be blocking people left, right and centre. So the, the guys who've got much bigger accounts, I don't know how they do oh, it. Oh, it's torture. How, how, how about yeah. the, ver- the verified accounts that pretend to be, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club or pretend yes, to be yeah. Zuki or pretend to be Moonbirds? You know, I was speaking earlier about misinformation and, you know, the intelligence level of, you know, of the, the vast uh, amount of people in this world. I mean, those scams must be paying off somehow, but, uh, you know, so far they haven't got me. <laughs> so far, yeah. so good. Me either. Touch, I mean, touch wood, yeah, hopefully. But the verified account is always tricky. You know, it's like you, you, you see the check mark and you're like, okay, this is legit, uh, but not anymore. It actually totally yeah. watered, watered down the verification. So, you know, you got to double check all verified accounts, um, you know, before you click on any link anywhere and connect anything to anything. It's uh, it's it's a dangerous game out there. I gotta say, it's it, it's nerve wracking sometimes. Every time you you know you click uh, submit or authorize on MetaMask, like God, I didn't read through that whole contract. I hope it's good. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, yeah, I did I did it a little while ago. I wanted to mint something, um, and I was rushing to the supermarket with my wife and my daughter, 
And as I was heading in, I saw a link come through to say Mint Now, so I clicked it. I got a couple, I think it was like $1,500. Uh, and as soon as I hit accept, I just thought, oh, no, that's, that's, going, that's going nowhere. Um, so, it, so it happens so easy when you're not paying attention. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, let's, uh, okay, let's, let's move on uh, and do our first giveaway. Uh, I'd ask some of our listeners to retweet and tag my pinned post. It looks like uh, we've got Sage. Uh, Sage as the as a winner for the first giveaway. Um, you know, as we kind of move into our next section, I will go through the I'll go through the archive and yeah. shoot you shoot you over a you know, one of mine. And then I think Sarge has a couple yeah, of ways. Yeah, I was just going to uh, mention uh, that plan I have well. a, in my Discord, um, which you can find in my profile if you're not already in there. You can join, and then within the uh, the giveaway channel, I'm doing an hour long giveaway for a cult pussy NFT. Oh, there you Those go. are pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, pretty rare, too. I don't think they airdropped them to whoever bought the pop pussies. Um, not too many on the uh, secondary market. So if you hop over in my Discord and the giveaway channel, you could definitely get a chance of uh, scooping that. And I'm sure there won't be too many entries for that in the next hour. So your odds are pretty good. Oh, I'm tempted to give a give away an acid cat today. You know, this is being the inaugural show. We should uh, we should you know launch off some some fun. Well, stuff. let's see how many listeners we have right now. Let's say ten, less than ten, five, six. Uh, looks like yeah, we got about six. Yeah, we got six listeners plus us. First show. I'm I'm sure it's going to grow. Um, and also, we have had a lot of requests for people to post the recording afterwards. So we will, we are recording this. We will post the recording. Cool. So, you know, for those of those people that have missed it, we'll be able to check it out at their leisure and at their convenience. You want to do like 20, at, at 20, do that acid cat giveaway, 20 listeners? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. At 20 listeners, we'll, uh, we'll do an acid cat giveaway. Perfect. That's great. Um, moving right along, I think like, let's jump into some of the, 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 the meat and bones here. Uh, and, you know, start asking Bob some of the, you know, the hard questions. Um, you know, what I've got here is, you know, the first really is, you know, what do your friends and family think about NFTs? Supportive, dismissive? Do they, do they, uh, do they think it's cool? Do they, do they laugh at you? I get a, I get a mixture of both in, in my family, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a complete mix. Some people just don't, just don't get it. And they kind of would rather play ignorant to it. And other people are kind of intrigued. They want to know. I mean, normally it falls down to money, doesn't it? It's, it's how do you make money off of these? Um, so it's, it's, it is a complete mix. Um, my wife actually told me a story today about uh, my brother-in-law, who's a firefighter in the US. He was trying to explain about NFTs to some people he worked with. And he explained a couple of things I've been up to. And they were just saying, whatever he's doing, he's going to go to jail. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they, it goes to show how many people just don't really understand uh, NFTs as a whole. Oh, we're so they really incredibly don't. early on this all, huh? Yes, yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that so much. I love hearing that people just don't know what they are or think that you're going to jail for owning them. It's great. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just super excited for the future of NFTs as they evolve. You know, right now it's it's very much a, a PFP game, which will always be here. But some real utility is starting to come out. And, you know, a friend of mine. Um, just bought an NFT from a movie production studio that gives them like VIP access to all the parties and all the premieres and blah, 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 blah. And like that kind of stuff is, is, 
is super exciting. And, you know, as far as the haters go, like, you know, we've all run across the people who say, oh, but you know, I'm just going to right click and now I have your, your NFT. You know, my response to that is always like, listen, I can go buy a Van Gogh painting online and hang it in my house for 30 bucks. Doesn't mean it's a Van Gogh. Yeah, exactly. And they don't usually have a response to that, actually, because then it starts to make sense. Like, okay, so it's authentication, so it's real, so it's authentic, and you know, now, now I kind of, I kind of get it a little bit. Um, you know. Yeah, little, and I feel, I feel like as well with with physical art to a certain extent, I can hang whatever I want in my house, but no one's going to see it unless they come round. But here, you've got effectively a digital gallery that you can own whatever art piece you choose to own, and everyone can view it if they want to. Like a little bit of a flex, isn't it? And I mean, the yeah, the older guys who uh, own those kind of paintings, that's what it is, hanging on their wall, it's a flex. Um, but no one sees it. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, how do you most often find new projects that you're interested in? What are the, what are the things that you're looking for? Um, and, you know, what, what's your research process, process for you know, finding new projects? So to be honest, I use Twitter so much and it's following people like, like you guys. And I think the Phantom community is so good at helping other people um, kind of market, for one, uh, if one for a better word, their projects. And that's kind of how I do it. And then um, if I have time, it, the art is obviously what draws you in. Um, and then if you see something you like, it's just kind of poking around to see what you think, see what's going on, see who's about that's that's kind of how I do it. It's it, it's real basic as opposed to all these different kind of tips and tricks. Yeah, the big the big uh, what I've been using mostly recently is the uh, PhantomWatch.com. They they have a awesome just uh, exactly what's minting now, what's minting in the future. Yep. The different auction houses, what's going on there. So it's all in one place. So if, especially if you're new to Phantom and you just don't know where to start or who to talk to or, you know, what to do really. You just go over there and you can kind of poke around and, um, you know, obviously always the, the auction houses, right? Those are always uh, the launch pads for our one, one artists that go on to do the generatives. Um, there's one actually coming up in a half hour, right? With potluck. That's their, their oh, yeah. second cross chain auction. So that's cool. They're, they're doing uh, good work, uh, bringing all the different chains together that don't have that sort of um, exposure to one, one artists. I mean, one, one artists just get lost on the other chains and they're definitely have a found a home here on phantom. And then just to see them uh, go on to do the generatives after and, uh, just such an awesome uh, community to be involved with. Totally. And you know, for, for all the listeners, if you're free, immediately after uh, this Twitter space is the Potluck cross-chain auction. Uh, quick plug for myself, I will be auctioning a piece. Oh, nice. Uh, I, think, I think I'm one of the first like 10 or 12 artists auctioning a piece. So swing on over, come check it out, and uh, place a bid. Anyone who owns an original... Uh, 30, you know, one of 32 uh, Gotham Apes is part of the Founders Council. You help us guide the project uh, and, uh, and you know, we, we take your feedback seriously. So a little plug for little plug for my project there, uh, but come on over to Potluck uh, after this and come check it out. Um, so kind of moving along, like what, what really are the indicators uh, that make you want to invest in a project and kind of, uh, you know, you know, in the inverse of that, you know, what are the red flags that say, hey, stay away? This is, uh, you know, either a rug 
or not going anywhere? I think the, that's probably a, a pretty valuable question for some of our listeners, both artists yeah, so, and collectors. Yeah, so I think um, for me, the art is naturally what, what draws you in. Either you, you'll connect with it somehow or it'll resonate or you, you just simply like it. That's kind of what always draws me in. And then it's just, um, I always like the people who run it or their projects or the artists to kind of be involved. Like um, Sarge is always around, fans of punk, you're always around with, um, with Gotham Apes. Uh, Twitter's going, people in the Discord, etc. That's the kind of thing you look for because you feel like, one, there's a nice sense of community. Um, and two, it isn't someone that's just put up a few uh, bits of art. Maybe they haven't done a take from elsewhere or whatever. Um, and it's there as a cash grab or, um, like you say, a rug. And it's so easy to get caught out with, with, with something like that. So that's kind of what I look for is um, is I don't want to just buy something. I'd like to buy something and kind of be a part of what's going on. What do you think, Sarge? Yeah, I mean, he, he nailed it, right? Community first. It's um, I think as the space evolves, no longer being anonymous, uh, sort of showing that you're a real person, that you're not going to just uh, take the money and run because I think there's something about uh, you know once you're sort of your face is out for the world to see there's no hiding at that point um, there's a lot more trust it's like anything else right um, you know a handshake is worth more than than anything else in, in the business world and um, so yeah just being very transparent very uh, sort of uh, not hiding, no, you know, having a strong uh, roadmap that you could easily explain is, is important for me. Uh, not having 50 projects going at once. You know, there's a lot of artists, and it happens on Phantom often where they're having this project and they'll do a quick mint. And then all of a sudden they're doing a different thing that's completely separate from that. And then they're jumping over to this and it's like, whoa, 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 slow down here. This is way too much yep. going on. Let's Let's focus on one sweet project let's build it let's make it into something great kind of thing and so for me uh besides you know i'm into everything pretty much but um you know the ones i really go heavy in you know you could sort of tell who's who's building something that's not going to just be here for a year or two it's going to be here for for as long as you are there you know and so yeah you you kind of want the creator to one take time you can see they've taken time and put care into the project they're putting out but also you want them to care about that project much more than you do as an investor if, if that makes sense totally totally and you know there's guys like septos in this room here now clockworky uh limit break uh, you know then you got teens uh, just to name an l legends and you know you know that investing uh in their projects first of all the art is incredible it's above and beyond anything else and then you know they're not going to rug you. You know that they're here to build something that's going to last and stand the test of time and stand the test of bull market, bear market, whatever. And you want to be a part of those communities. I mean, those are just blue yep. chip phantom projects that are just absolute no-brainers, right? And, there, you know, there's a few of those, but there's not many. You know, to your point around, like, doing too much and, uh, you know, like, you know, too much going on i think it's a fine line you know i look at some of the projects that i, I think are really really killing it and they're they, they are doing a lot but it's not it doesn't feel like it's too much you know, i think riot ghouls is a great example it seems like 
you know, every well, no. so, you know, right. month or so, she's kind of dropping but it all fits. a new 500 piece. And it's like really cool. But it's fitting into her, her story, right? It's not like she's doing that and then she's breaking off and making um, dancing plants yep. or whatever. You know, yep. it's like, it's, uh, you know, it's all the same aesthetic. It's the same vibe. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically the same. Uh, she's building a world, which is, you know, I want to be a part of worlds. I want to be a part of. Uh, you know, the virtual community that these artists are creating. So how important is, uh, you know, the team uh, <clears throat> being doxxed uh, to you guys? I think more and more projects should be doxxed, especially, you know, some of the high higher flyers and those that you know, are really gaining traction. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, everybody knows me or those that were at the South by Southwest, uh, you know, live auction event now know me, know my face. I'm, I'm, I'm doxxed. Uh, Sarge, you're doxxed. Um, you know, how important is, uh, is, is being doxxed uh, to collectors? I think it'll become, it'll, it'll slowly become more important, I think. And it, it's kind of getting that way um, with token launches, uh, especially like over on Ethereum where things seem to get rugged every day. Is that it's always it's almost like once someone's putting their actual uh, kind of in real life name out there or their stamp on it, and I think that itself is important because it's easy to just hide behind something, stick something out, and then if it doesn't go well, you can run off with the money or whatever. So I think it's going to slowly become more and more important. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially especially for the bigger ticket items, like I'm I'm not going to invest you know, a large amount of money. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll throw a few fanties around here and there, but I'm not going to invest a large amount of money into a project unless, unless their, their team is willing to, you know, be public, you know, at, at the very least, like, you know, let's, let's see, uh, let's see what you're all about. And, and that's actually, you know, when, when I talk about finding new projects, you know, some of the big ones, some of the really big ones on Ethereum and even, you know, in the phantom network as well, uh, the teams are doxxed. You know, they know who they are and, and they're strong teams with like tech backgrounds and art backgrounds and storyline, you know, uh, you know, storyline, storytelling backgrounds. Um, uh, I, I think it's going to be really important. So yep. let's talk about strategy a little bit, you know, from, from a strategy standpoint, you know, what would you say uh, your kind of high level strategy uh, is for you know success in you know in investing in NFTs, and, and I think some of these questions probably cross over a bit. We'll hear we'll hear similar answers, but uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what's your strategy? So I I treat it similar to what I would do, um, like a, a token. Is I think if you're buying something to flip it because kind of profit is the main aim, then you kind of have to sell it while the hype is there, whether that's selling it on the day of mint or perhaps something there's kind of hype later on down the line. I think when everyone's clambering to buy one, that's kind of when you, when you want to sell it. And that's always worked really well for me for stuff that I've flipped, especially over on Ethereum. Um, but, but I mean, I'm, I'm me and the guys I work with are really long on phantom. So we will just mint what we can and we'll buy what we can. And there's no, there's no real thought on selling it because we just think, I mean, phantom has a, as a, as a kind of concept or as a protocol is just going to be so much bigger than people expect it to be. So yeah, there's not many phantom uh, NFTs being sold. Exactly. And so, yeah, my strategy for the past seven, eight months has been exactly that, you know, going into the auction houses and trying to get the Genesis pieces of some, a new artist, um, 
you know, I've been lucky enough to grab limit breaks first piece and I have a, you know, a few wow. septas, you know, and enjoy your retirement. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, they're going on to now do their generatives that are just going to be sold out within, you know, 20 minutes and, you know, three, two, three years from now, what are those one ones <coughs> that I got at the auction house going to be worth? You know, I'm willing to bet a lot more than what I bought them for in the auction house. And so, you know, for anyone listening, I always, even if you can't afford the pieces in the auction house, go, go to the, there's three, four of them now that you can go to and just catch the vibe of what's, what's the up and coming artist that's going to launch on Phantom. And, you know, you can kind of take it from there. I look for, and I love all this, but you know, when, when I go to the auctions, I really look for um, your artists uh, when, you know, when they come on stage who, um, who seem prepared, who like, you know, kind of planned it out a little bit and put some thought into what they're sharing, you know, discussing their piece. Uh, you know, I see oftentimes people kind of, and, and again, public speaking is, is, is really scary for a lot of people. So I totally get being nervous and that sort of thing. Um, but I see a lot of times, you know, artists coming in uh, just totally unprepared, and not really, you know, not really having any rhyme or reason. Um, you know, again, it's it's nerve wracking public speaking, but you know, dropping alpha after the auction is like, you know, it's you know, not not that that's uh, uh, investment strategy for me, but I always I always think like, oh shoot, you should have should have told that right before because you might <laughs> you might have been able to you know get a little bit more for your piece. And you know, the other the other strategy I have really is I'm looking for uh, collections where the the artists like are, are you know, have a roadmap of like airdrops and you know stuff you know stuff for me as the collector and you know I think you're seeing this a lot in the Ethereum space with you know Board Apes and Mizuki um, and you know a lot of these bigger projects they're airdropping serious value to their holders. I mean, God, yeah. I mean serious value. Like you know the you know when 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 Azuki dropped the um, uh, the beans, you know everyone got two of them. And they were immediately worth like seven ETH each. And, you know, at Azuki at that time, you could pick it up for like, you know, 13, 14. You know, you're almost getting the entire value of the project in, you know, coordinated, strategic, smart, and creative airdrops. And that's something that I'm really looking at for going forward, you know, when, you know, six months ago, I was, I'm, you know, literally throwing darts, like, you know, just let me buy some stuff and, and own it and trade it and play with it and look at it and that kind of stuff. I think there's a lot of, a lot of strategy to success that's, that's being shown by, you know, other bigger projects and, and, you know, roadmaps are kind of being shared and followed in, in that sense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. You don't want someone, you don't, you want someone to, to feel the value of holding it because yep. you don't want the price to say double when someone just sells out because, they they don't see the value of holding it other than like earning a quick buck so yeah i think i think that's the that's definitely a route that most people as you say looking at will go down yeah and it's hard i mean you know creating value is hard but um but it can be done and you know i, I think what what sarge is doing with the the baby project who you know if you don't know you know go check out his discord check out the information is you know, he's dropping you know a bunch of free nfts to people who hold the baby punks and now you're seeing the baby punk floor almost evaporate like you know someone bought one for almost a thousand phantom yesterday and uh, you know just really protecting the floor i think it's a great strategy and you will see absolutely for certain with the gotham Ace project we've got all sorts of fun things you know lined up for for genesis holders and 
you know, white lists and airdrops and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's really important to provide value to your holders and eliminate any reason that they might have to do the quick flip, right. to unload it, to, you know, to, to find liquidity. That's there. the whole part of the community aspect is you want to build a community that's not going to leave your community. You want everyone that initially gets in there to stay. You want to keep everyone and because it's fun. It's like you want to create your little world, you know? And so I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm creating a little punk world where whoever holds my pieces are going to be rewarded for doing so, you know? And uh, that's something that's always going to be the case. I'm very community oriented that way. So any future projects yeah. that I get involved with, anything involved with Phantom Punks is going to, a holder is going to be rewarded. And, and back to kind of Raya Ghouls again, I think that what she has done is super cool. Not, you know, not only is it cool art, but she keeps dropping, you know, like relatively small, um, um, uh, relatively small projects and she's dropping it into kind of the original holders. And you look at the, her floor, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's, it, she, she's been able to you know, hold her floor up really well on, you know, the, uh, the power ghouls recently, I think is what it was called. Um, you know, you got one if you had a, if you, and, and credit cross promotional tough stuff too is, is, is kind of cool. Yes. You know, if you have a Scully and you have a, a riot ghoul, you're going to get a power ghoul with a 200 phantom floor. I don't know what it is today, but it, you know, at the time it was something like that. Yep. And I mean, that's, that's, that's a great, that's a great investment at that point. So cool. I mean, you know, good strategy discussion. I think, uh, you know, a lot of good uh, information came out from, from that, um, you know, moving on to like, what are your favorite projects right now? Uh, for me, I mean, obviously it's your two's favorite, for, uh, are my favorite projects. Of course, of course. For of course. sure. <laughs> um, not, in, in those, terms, not those, the others. No, I wasn't paid to say that, but um, <laughs> no. So to be, to be honest, because I'm so new to, to Phantom NFTs as such, I wouldn't say I have any favorite. Obviously, um, like acid kids and stuff is it is cool that's another one I, I actually hold a fair few of those um but i, I don't know I, I would say i couldn't pin a hat on a on a favorite as such i think being so busy with other stuff trying to be part of a community or look into this and look into that i just haven't had time to do so yeah I'd, I, I would definitely say your your twos at the moment are, the, are the, my top two favorite sweet thanks for the show <laughs> thanks for yeah. the show yeah <laughs> Well, what about you, Sarge? Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just stacking my fanties for the uh, the the Southern Empire mint that's going to be happening in, in mid May, hopefully with Septa yeah. and Limit Break. Uh, I just I went I went nuts on the uh, on the Bit Shadows, and I just love those, and so I just can't wait for that whole world to to expand. And uh, those guys are just living legends, so I'm I'm all in on that. That's that's really what my uh, my next my next big minting spree will be if I can get as many as I can I will so up that uh, up that gas up the gas that's right <laughs> um, you know I was going to mention you know in my Discord uh, one of the community members uh, Dubwise came and he created a spreadsheet of all the original the first mints on Phantom as well as the first collections that were dropped on the, the zoo pet marketplace which was the the only uh, nft marketplace at the time and so if anyone's interested in seeing what some of the uh, you know the original projects uh, there's a whole history lesson there uh, it's in my discord but um you know some of the you know there's there's some of those uh, early early pieces that are floating around on the 
paint swap uh, primarily that you could scoop for nothing. And again, you're, you're buying a piece of the first year of Phantom NFTs that who knows in five years, even if the project's gone and, and nothing going on with it, at least you have that piece of history there that might have some value for right now pennies that you could buy. So just wanted to throw that out there as well. For sure. Um, I would love to see that actually, if you send it to me uh, when you, when you get a chance. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to go talk about my favorite project, I guess I can kind of go through my, my shopping list and you know, what I've bought recently um, as far as projects. And, you know, I bought acid cats, uh, you know, love, love teens on acids art. Uh, also a great guy, super community driven all over the place, you know, making like really, really cool shit. Uh, Magic Ghouls, you know, I've talked about, uh, you know, Elle quite a bit. I think that she's really, you know, doing the right things with airdrops and engaging and awesome art. Um, uh, let's see, what else? I, I bought a bunch of Bit Shadows also, huge fan of those guys. Uh, own a couple Septas. I actually own a really cool Limit Break uh, uh, Teens on Acid collab piece as oh, well. Nice. Uh, that I've got in my wallet that I scooped off of, uh, off of Tomb Heads auction. Um, what else here? Uh, Astro Kid, Phantom Boy. I think Phantom Boy is one of the most underrated projects. Uh, I think I, I really like uh, I really like his stuff. Um, gosh, uh, I got a lot here. I'll, I'll leave it there, and, and I'm leaving out a ton of, of people that I I really really like. Um, but uh, you know, I'm actually very bullish on Azuki as well, as you can tell. I just uh, I just pick, picked up my picked up my first Azuki. So that's a big move, man. Big big move. Go beans. Yeah. Go beans. Committed. Yeah, that's a thing, man. I, I, uh, I would love to make a big move on Ethereum. I just haven't done it yet. I just uh, you never you know I've scooped up a couple of those dented feels. I think the floor now is way lower. Unfortunately, they're they're cool NFTs and community strong, but. Uh, you just never know, you know, you just really never know. I think that's the thing. Yeah. And there's, there's so much money on Ethereum that things just seem to get hyped up and you see so many people buy NFTs at crazy prices that, and they'll never recover. Right. And it is simply because it's been hyped up for no, no real reason in my opinion. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough over there. You know, it's hard to stand out. Right? It's really hard to stand out, which brings up actually another kind of Ethereum project. Uh, that's that's actually doing a really good shop, job standing out, and that is the possessed oh, by yeah. I don't even know how, how they pronounce it, but P S S S D Labs, pissed Labs or possessed Labs, whatever they whatever they're calling themselves, they have an incredible yeah. Discord I, in anyone like, listening, playing games join their Discord. It is insane. I've never experienced a Discord that has this kind of uh, yeah. It's just like you you have to get on a wait list to get into the chat room and it's like this uh, you know it's like this pressure to get in this chat room and once you're in there you can't do anything except chat with other people but then it kicks you out after 15 minutes and you have to apply for a pass it takes an hour to get past it's crazy and it's like <laughs> or what did they have they had that uh where they were giving out uh basically a whitelist pass but they would open up the chat for like 10 seconds while the lab was going into some crazy disarray. And if you were able to type within those 10 seconds, the chat room before they close it again, maybe you got a shot at a whitelist. Yeah. <laughs> it was so and, and they, it was intense as hell. And they dropped that lab pass, that lab pass for the 15 minutes. Uh, I didn't know, but apparently there was like braille on it and like someone decoded the braille and then they got whitelist. So they're really kind of gamifying and great storyline. Um, and again, I think there's lots to learn for NFT artists and NFT projects from some of these really cool programs that are out there. 
that's that, that's one worth checking out. And you know, maybe uh, one day uh, one of the one of the admins or founders will listen to this podcast and give us all white lists. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I'd like to. Um, it's you know, my Discord is very uh, kind of lacking. You know, there's not much going on in there. I would love to jazz it up to make it more of a place to hang out. Um, you know, just up on your screen all day if you're doing other stuff at work, whatever. You, you just have my Discord page up because there's something to do there all day, right? Right now it's kind of boring, admittingly, but um, that's part of my plans for the next few months here to beef it up a little yeah. bit. It's hard when the market's quiet to a certain extent. Isn't oh, it? for sure. I mean, there's you know, there's no real reason to get in there, and everyone's sort of scared to look, <laughs> right? I'm scared to look at the price. <laughs> you know, hide your head under the blanket; it goes away. Yes, I, yeah. I, I think it's time probably to do a giveaway, Sarge. You wanna you wanna do a giveaway? Well, what I'm doing is I have that one running in my Discord, so it's gonna go, it's good for an hour. So it's another like 15 minutes or less. Okay, great. So um, if you want to do one, just straight up through this chat. Um, you know what? That's one thing we're gonna have to kind of figure out a system for running proper uh, giveaways. Uh, why don't we do this? You know, the first one to comment on my, uh, you know, third most recent tweet, uh, I'm going to give an acid cat to. Okay. Do it, guys. Go, go, go. Third That's most recent? Go. So the third one down from the top? Uh, well, that's a great question because I got, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Third, third one down from the top. Including pinned. Including pinned. <laughs> What do I got? Let me just call it out here. Uh, pin, second, third one. Yeah, third one down. What is the number one online news blog newsletter for all things NFT related? First one to comment on that is going to get a, um, an asset. Wow, that's a really nice prize. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> yeah, I was going to jump on that. <laughs> 16 seconds, 19 seconds, 13 seconds, 22 seconds. Is that CJ? That's CJ. CJ at 32 seconds. I guess that's that's the first one, right? CJ, I am messaging you right now. Is CJ in the chat right here? He is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there he is. Right on. CJ, congrats. Sweet. Acid Cat. Now, you got to think those again in a year or two. Um. I just, I, I'm so bullish on teens and what he's doing. You know, he's got his gallery this weekend. So he's having a big, uh, his piece is blown up real big. And he's got a gallery showing of his acid kids and acid cats. And he's got a book and everything. So he's definitely doing it right. You know, he's he's here to stay. That's yeah, cool. It's super cool. It's down in Melbourne, if anyone is in that area. But um, huge. That's a great giveaway. Holy smokes. Wow. Um, not sure I did that right. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think CJ won it. CJ wins. Uh, that's what it's going to be. We'll, we'll, we'll iron out uh, our giveaways. I just got a bunch of comments on that. Uh, we'll we'll, 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 we'll iron, out our, iron out our giveaways for future shows. And I'll just mention it right now. Uh, the plan right now for this podcast in particular, you know, bring on a legendary epic uh, you know, NFT collector uh, every other week. We are kind of lined up to do this right before the potluck cross-chain auction, which I believe they're doing every other week as well. 
Um, so, you know, make sure to write it down and join us for, um, you know, the future discussions. And, Cause I think there's, there's a lot of interesting information here and, and, um, you know, we kind of took this approach, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, Twitter spaces where, you know, a bunch of artists get up and, you know, talk about their projects and talk about their art and whatnot. We wanted to flip the script a little bit and actually kind of, you know, pick the brains of, you know, some of the whale collectors because you know, not only do collectors find this information valuable, but I believe, you know, new and emerging artists who are trying to learn their way are also going to find it super valuable. Um, and it's a lot of fun just to kind of hang out with, uh, with you guys and, and, and bullshit. So, um, kind of next topic here, I'm, I'm, I'm calling kind of bl- the broom closet. Um, which is, which wait, wait, hold on, let me, let me interrupt. What? Why broom closet? We're sweeping. Is that, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, we're, you know, we're talking about sweeping okay. and uh, you know, talking about investing in NFTs. So I just, uh, just kind of, okay. you know, came out. <laughs> uh, no, I, um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. Um, so which projects are moving this week and why do you think they are? Are they moving up? Are they moving down? Who is getting swept? Okay, so here's what you need to do. Whoever's listening is you need to, in my Discord, uh, actually it's it's in the private chat, but... Uh, there are plenty of discords around that have the paint swap sales bots, the NFT key, and also the opera house. And you'll see, uh, you know, all of a sudden a whole collection start to move really fast. And it's like, why is this happening? What's going on here? And there's probably at some point before that, some kind of announcement was made on their Twitter or in their discord. Right. So, you know, recently the, uh, the Henri, uh, collection with the, uh, the little wizards, uh, they started their staking program. So those were flying. And, you know, you had plenty of warning prior to that happening that that was going to happen. That was on their roadmap. So, you know, if you were scooping those a month ago or less, you just doubled your money if you wanted to sell them right away before once they made that announcement. So, um, you know, I'm always... Basically, like I said, I have my Discord up all day, and with the paint swap and NFT key um, bots, just just showing me what everyone is buying and selling at the at the time. So that that's the that's the easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. No, I, I, you know that's a that's a uh, that's a good strategy for sure. Um, yeah, have you noticed like you know what else? Have you noticed any other ones that are that are kind of getting swept here and there? Yeah, well, let's go look. Oh, I see a, uh, oh, that was yesterday. Baby Punk was sold. So right now you have these uh, Pixel Pirates. A few Pixel Pirates. Okay. Not sure what's going on there. The, you know, the, the Phantom Frog family, those are always selling. I don't know what's going on there, but you're always, I'm always seeing those fly. And then the, the Yamaloka Warriors. I'm not sure why this hasn't minted out yet, but uh, these are, you know, 15 FTM. I mean, that's half the mint price. The art is incredible. They have a whole universe building. I mean, such steals right now. And even, you know, the uh, after school special paint huffing sessions. Incredible art, super cheap. And then these spooky skeletons. I think they're coming out with uh, their next phase as well. No, those are you can get for less than five phantom right now. And so it, it's crazy. I think 
as someone coming from Ethereum to Phantom, yeah. I mean, the NFTs just seem so cheap for, with no reasoning. I, and I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of a tenth of a gas fee on, on Ethereum. It's crazy. Well, what yeah. it, it's just, it, it's just we don't have yeah, that many on. users. You know, we're, we're looking at... No, exactly. Thousand and I think that's what's great for... Yeah. yeah, and that's what's great for everyone that's here. Oh. Is you can, you can pick up such great art for so cheap that that will, if you're a collector to hold and sell for a considerable value later on down the line, um, that's why Phantom's such a great place to be at the moment. Yep. I think we all agree about that for sure. Yeah, that's all I do. I make some money over in Ethereum and I bring it over to Phantom <laughs> and then um, and then I play over here, yeah. Yeah, right. That's the way to do it. Go shopping. Yeah, it's a much better, yeah, it's a much better place to be in my opinion. Yeah. So we've got about eight minutes left. Um, you just had like another question or two and, you know, then we can, we can kind of, you know, wrap it up and, uh, you know, you know, plug anything we need to plug and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, from your perspective, both of you, and you know, I'm happy to share mine. And I think we talked about it and touched on it a little bit earlier, but what's, you know, what are some of the things that projects do wrong um, that really, you know, kind of, you know, kill their floor or, you know, kill people's confidence in their projects? You know, what are the red flags you're looking for? I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. And, um, you know, I, th I think, you know, people would probably find it, you know, valuable to, to hear from, you know, experienced collectors, like, you know, what do you look for? And you say, oh, they just did it wrong. Uh, normally, I just think, oh, it's kind of like laziness. It, it, it is that whether it's to something like an organized discord or just never really on on socials that's kind of always a red flag to me is um is laziness uh and you see it with token launches all, all the time where it's supposedly a stealth launch but there's no one talking about it there's nothing going on nothing really happens and I've, that's kind of my red flag for for nfts is if something's minting but no one's no one as in the project creator is talking about it then i kind of feel like what what are we here for if that makes sense yeah i, I agree with that totally sorry what do you no, i mean that's what we were saying earlier is just uh you know having a a presence and and, and doing things like this having amas about your project and uh just just you know um, being more engaged and, and community building and, and showing that you're not going to just be this uh, shadow figure that is launching the quick project to make a bunch of money or, or little money. And then you're going to move on to another project and, and then, and mm -hmm. then you're going to move on to another one. And it's like, there's no uh, cohesion there and there's no, and I, you know, I could, I can for sure tell now, you know, it's taken me a while. You know, I used to just mint everything and anything that came out. Uh, I just, you know, my mentality with that is uh, this is year one of Phantom, and I just think all these will have some worth, regardless of what they are at some point. Uh, and so I was minting everything, but now I'm I'm definitely toning it down a lot, and I'm more focused on who's behind the project and uh, sort of looking at roadmaps more than I used to. So, yeah. When, when I look at it, I look, I look at <clears throat> skill sets, you know, kind of in a, in a different couple buckets, right? Um, you know, first and foremost is, of course, the art. And but let's let's face it, like, you know, a lot of artists are good at art, but maybe not so good at marketing. And really, that's the next bucket is marketing and community building and communication and, you know, planning and organizing and executing. 
Um, it's, it's very, very different skill sets. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't fault anyone, you know, for not being good at everything. Um, but, you know, if a project has amazing art and, you know, terrible marketing, um, it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's really going to be a challenge. And yeah, yeah we, I, we have some, um, we, me and a few friends here, uh, we have a DAO. Um, and that's the kind of thing. I mean, there's such cool things going on there, which at some point I'll, I'll kind of tell people. But um, that's exactly that kind of thing that we're looking to help. There's so many amazing artists out there that are good at, at drawing or painting, um, but the rest of it, they have no clue about. Um, so that's kind of one of our aims is to help bring those those uh, really talented people to kind of uh nfts uh, help marketing etc beautiful beautiful you yeah. know and that does exist in some extent on phantom already i know tomb heads they they have a little thing where you could um you know go over to them and they'll help you with that stuff they're, they're going to help you do the marketing. yes yeah, yeah. um so we, we just need more of it you know we definitely need more of that because there are incredible artists that you know whether they're it's a language barrier thing or just yeah they're shy or whatever it is they're just not very good at uh, explaining the project or really just like, um, yeah, just, just being more out front with it. So uh, all that, all those kind of resources will definitely help going forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's important for artists to know that you, you could be an amazing artist in the NFT space, but the truth is, you know, if you want, you know, all the success in the world and you want to, you know, be selling your pieces for, for, you know, thousands of dollars like everyone you know hopes and wishes like you gotta get your marketing down as well uh it's just you you can't be just really good at one thing it's really a package deal community marketing art utility all of those things are are i believe critically important to you know finding success in uh in, in the nft space and you know we're we're really just getting started um you know i'm i'm, I'm far from from claiming it, you know, any, any level of a success over here. Um, but building community is something that I love to do. Something comes natural. And so it, it's been really helpful in getting the ball rolling on the Gotham Maze project. And we've had just a ton of support I and mean, we've, we've had some great sales and uh, we've got a really fun project. Um, you know, one of the things that Potluck does that, that I think is really valuable and uh, is they really, you know, help promote and market, you know, their, um, kind of stable of artists that they that they launch. They kind of you know handle the tech side, handle the minting side, handle the marketing side, and I'm sure you know they're taking a, a nice share for that. But but again, speaking to you know skill sets and buckets, uh, that's just kind of you know something that that has to happen. And if you can't do it, you, know, you better kind of uh, lean into an, an organization that can help you do it. Um, so we got two minutes left. Um, let's see. I just wanted to say here uh, my. Uh... My giveaway ended just now, and there is a winner over in my Discord. Uh, I don't see them in this room, so it could just have been a, a straggler, but that's okay. AP on one Chan, you win. AP on and, one Chan, you are a winner. Oh, he is a, perfect. Congrats. We've given away three or four NFTs. We've had a great conversation. I just want to thank Bob uh, X for for coming out, sharing some of your insight. I want to thank the listeners um, for participating and uh, you know, listening in. We will continue this. I had a ton of fun. Uh, I hope you guys Yeah, man, you well. did a great job, man. For the first one ever, this was a huge, huge, huge moment. I'm going to applaud. 
Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, appreciate appreciate it. I think you know the goal here will probably be to figure out how to kind of upload this into podcast format, and you know, you know, not only do our Twitter Spaces, but also you know, be a legitimate podcast as well. Um, any final one minute uh, plugs, Bob? You want to give any plugs? Uh, Sarge, you want to give any plugs? Uh, not to me. I'm fine. Yeah, I've, I've got things going on in the background, but yeah, everyone hear about when we're ready. I'm Perfect. sure. Can't wait. Yeah, and just for me, you know, May second, public mint of the Phantom Baby Punks. There'll be 1,300 supply, and I'm pricing it at 40 FTM. I've settled on that price after racking my brain for a while, but I think that's a good fair price. I think everyone will be happy, and everyone should have a chance to mint at least one if they have uh, their gas juiced up. I gas that juice because they are going to go quick for sure. Um, you know, half of them are already gone to holders. You know, three babies are being dropped to every baby holder. Is That's that right? That's correct. That's correct. So, yeah, there'll be uh, 1,300. I, I'm guessing we'll probably be 800 to the public after that. We'll see. That's a that's 120 phantom value just for owning a baby punk. That um, was and, was yeah. airdropped to you to begin with. So. Yep, that was airdropped to you to begin with. So you own a punk, you got a baby punk, now you're getting three of the baby punk mints. Great value. Uh, love the project. You know, check check it out on May 2nd. Uh, for the Gotham Apes, join us at Potluck uh, Protocol uh, cross-chain auction right now. Uh, we'll be going up on stage uh, probably in the next 30 minutes or so. We are going to be auctioning off number 016, the designer. The designer. You know, come, come pop yeah, in. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites one of my favorites so um thanks everybody thanks man we will see, we'll see you in two weeks right. come join us thank you guys cool thanks yep. bye bye signing off